Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. We're glad to have you. And guess what? July 4th week. I hope you had a great 4th of July. We are celebrating 245 years. Freedom, America, the United States of America. And I hope you are celebrating still it's not just July 4th. We should celebrate freedom and liberty every day. There is a cause for a, a, a concentration now of some of, the, uh, some of the challenges we have as far as free elections and transparency in our elections. So uh, we, the Arizona audit just finished up. We're grateful for that. We're going to see what they have to say, and I hope they'll say, Look, everything in Arizona went smooth and fine, and Joe Biden won. I, I hope that's the report, because that means everything was smooth. But some people say that we may need to uh, get ready for uh, some, some bumpy ride of what, uh, what they found out in Arizona. So let's wait and see. Let's, let's listen to some news that should have been done a long time ago, frankly. But celebrate July 4th. That's what we'll do. And one thing we're going to do to celebrate it is to focus on communist China. Communist China is celebrating the 100th anniversary of the Communist Party in China. 100 years, Communist Party. And guess what? CNN had a uh, almost like a blessing of the Communist Party. I'll play you a clip here in just a minute. But let me tell you that freedom and liberty in America, it is at risk, it is in danger, and we have no other, you know, the easiest thing to do is look at what China is doing now. And then we're going to play a clip that came off Newsmax from the Rob Schmidt show uh, that uh, he had an author named Gordon Chang on that he wrote a book called The Coming Collapse of China. So is China going to collapse? It, they look so strong. So we're going to play that clip, but we're going to focus in and look at what's going on in China so we can celebrate the freedom we have in America. The Democratic Party would have you think we're the most uh, racist, uh, backward country, hateful country in the world. And so many of the liberals, progressives, and especially the socialists, they can't stand America. But they don't want to go anywhere else. They don't want to go to other countries and say, you know, we're going to do it right here. We don't want to be like America. They don't go and say that, but in their own country, they're saying things like that. So how do you celebrate freedom and liberty if you're always putting down your country? Uh, it, it, 
it's unbelievable when you compare what's going on in China and how Chinese citizens have to jump through new technological loops now. We're going to talk about that. You say, what is a technological loop? Well, stay tuned because the Chinese are causing their citizens to jump through that. And it's all done, brought to you by the Communist Party of China. So, yes, we do have a lot to celebrate here in the United States. And we will. Take a listen to this. And that, of course, is the Battle Hymn of the Republic. Everybody knows that song in America. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Why do, why do those words echo and ring in America when, when you talk about American history, the way it's tied into the Civil War? The song was brought many soldiers home, brought comfort to many who lost their loved ones. And that song is sort of embedded in patriotic music of America. Glory, glory, hallelujah. His truth is marching on. Does that mean liberty and freedom is marching on? Well, Americans have thought that, and they've been challenged by Black Lives Matter, been challenged by socialists. Uh, Black Lives Matter, the organization is very socialist, communistic, and communism is ripe in the, in these progressive organizations hide behind uh, progressivism when they're socialist and even communist in many instances, just like Black Lives Matter. And they've got corporations giving money by the tens of millions to Black Lives Matter while the leader goes and buys new houses and these corporations giving money to a socialist group that wants to uh, keep them from ma making any profits. That's their ultimate goal, bring down these corporations, these evil corporations as they call them. Well, how many jobs do those corporations provide? How many more? <laughs> they need more workers now. So we'll go back to the song and, and uh, the battle hymn of the republic. That was, that was a sad time in America. Brother fighting against brother, family against family. And it was a tough time. And we just uh, saw President Biden make it a uh, jubilee, the Juneteenth, when the Slaves, a couple years, a couple of months, excuse me, a couple of months after the end of the Civil War, then um, some of the slaves just got the news in Texas, and that's why they had a celebration of Juneteenth. But guess what? You, you listen to our friend, Alveda King, Dr. Alveda King, she, she said, let the nation, she was working with President Trump to introduce Juneteenth, Juneteenth as a national holiday. President Trump actually started that. If Joe Biden had any bipartisan bone in his body, he would give Donald Trump some credit for starting a movement on Juneteenth. But Joe Biden 
wants to divide America. He could have reached out to Trump. He could have reached out to President Trump and said, come help me sign this. I'm going to sign this. I want you to be a part of it. And yet Joe Biden is, is not bipartisan. People think he's bipartisan. Said he would be bipartisan. And this is one thing that could bring America together. Donald Trump is for Juneteenth being a national holiday. Other Republicans. But he could have brought Donald Trump into that and helped unite America, at least in one area. But Joe Biden refused to do so. And that's to his detriment and to the detriment of being an American president. He failed. He failed in bringing us together because I believe he thinks by dividing America and progressive think, think by dividing America, they will retain power and they'll be able to do what they want to. And that is not freedom. That is not liberty. That's not a way America's DNA speaks out. And the voters will speak out. They voted last November, and we're still trying to look at the transparency in that. And I hope we'll get some news out of Arizona to tell us how transparent the real election really was. But now, let's get back. Let's look at this. When we talk about the battle hymn of the Republic. It's a song that unites us. And it scares some people to death. I don't know why. They're marching off the war. And, well, they said, let us, uh, as, well, let's just play. Let me play the last verse uh, of that, uh, the Battle Hymn of the Republic. Take a listen. And this is the Mormon Tabernacle Choir version. So uh, take a listen to the last verse right here. As he died to make men holy, let us live to make men free. And that was the verse that the, many of the federal soldiers, the Union soldiers, went into battle, many of them knowing it was certain death in many cases when they charged against the Confederate lines. And they were dying so that men could be free. And what has hung in a balance why why that has been a patriotic song that's been sung when american soldiers were defending freedom in europe in the philippines across asia all continents just about america can defend freedom so that we can live to make men free we need more freedom, more liberty in America so that we can show the world we do stand for freedom. And what happens in China now is very scary. And we're going to get into that. Let me first remind you, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. And we, we have uh, some great shows. I want you to go back in our archives. Uh, we had a show not long ago of Alan Dershowitz about the First Amendment. Very important show. You can go back and listen to that. Hey, we, a couple of weeks ago, we, we had uh, the 
May, the Republican candidate for mayor in New York City, and Curtis Sliwa, and and he won. He won the Republican primary. Now he's got an uphill battle. We were talking about election transparency and what's happened in New York City. <laughs> the Democratic primary is still contested. People are hot and heavy because of the way the election commission, and it's different because they had your you had to vote for who you wanted and you had to vote for who your second place person or third place person was on the ballot and it's all just just all messed up right now and there's all kind of things going on and guess what they had like a hundred and thirty thousand more than a hundred and thirty thousand test ballots that they found out they let them stay in they didn't bring out the test ballots they let them they were in the final numbers how many times did that happen on November 3rd, 2020? How many times? In how many places? In New York City's a mess now with the Democratic uh, primary problem. And uh, we, we do wish success for Curtis Slew and uh, the, uh, the Republican nominee for New York City mayor. I, I don't know anybody could be a better mayor right now he's exactly what new york city needs you can look at the the uh the, the junk that's coming out about this election process in the democratic primary and say who in the world wants these people anybody could do do to do anything with the democratic primary how could any of them run a city like new york city it'll take curtis Lewa and the republican party to get new york city back on track so go back and listen to that archive show just a couple of weeks ago you know a great show so do go back and listen to some of the archive shows tell your friends and neighbors about doc holiday's rock splitting politics you're going to hear things here you won't hear anywhere else that's why we do our show because what you tell us you you your emails we read them i can't talk about all of them here but uh send in your thoughts suggestions but we do Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics so that America can be strengthened and that they can be inspired to drive for more liberty and more freedom in this nation. And we understand that there are forces out there. And I will say I have Democratic friends. I have liberal friends. And I do not believe they quite understand the power of the Communist Party in China and how they've influenced America. They've influenced the Socialist Party. They are putting people into the Communist Party. They got spies all over America and they want nothing more than to control and dominate this globe. And the only thing that stands in front of them dominating the earth, the entire earth, is the United States of America. They're not our friends. I'm not saying they're our enemy, but I'm telling you they don't want the United States of America or its citizens to succeed unless they succeed underneath the better succession, the better uh, prospects, the better economic and war power control of communist China, not China, the Communist Party of China. And that's why we risk our freedom and our liberty when we give in to the Chinese and when they want to take over Hong Kong. And what are we doing there? And what are we doing about Taiwan? Donald Trump was 
his diplomats would say they would respect and say the word Taiwan. What's Joe Biden do? Another than making sure his son is still making money off China. I, what was this that was supposed to happen where uh, he would just relieve any business he had? I don't believe that's happened, has it? Do you know how many business partners in China does uh, Joe Biden's son have? How many? It'd be nice to know. And then you saw where <laughs> Hunter Biden also now, he's got artwork. And he's selling his art for $500,000 and more. But we don't know who is buying the art. Now, if Donald Trump had done that, one of his sons doing that, it would be holy terror by the entire mainstream media that this was illegal, it can't be done. And now Hunter Biden is doing this and not a squeak, not a squeak out of CNN. All they do is praise the communist China, the Communist Party of China. Take a listen to this. This celebration, it's not just happening today, it's not just happening this week, it's been all year long and the message that has been coming from the Communist Party has been the same. All that is good has come from them. And it has culminated to this day, a day of projected strength and triumph for the Chinese Communist Party. And in the last few hours, we heard a very lengthy speech from the Chinese president and general secretary of the Communist Party, Xi Jinping, in Beijing, in which he marked the milestone, in which he praised the successes of the party in the last 100 years, in which he also praised the national rejuvenation that the party has been able to achieve. He also had some more pointed words while he said that, made the claim that China has never bullied other nations. He had this message for China's rivals. Take a listen. At the same time, the Chinese people will never allow any foreign forces to bully, oppress, and enslave us. Anyone who tries to do so will find themselves in a collision course with a great wall of steel forged by 1.4 billion people. Xi Jinping also said that no one should try to underestimate China's strong ability to defend its sovereignty. And when he used those words, strong ability or changdadanengli, that brought about a huge reaction from the crowd, a roar, a huge round of applause. Now, look, in the days and weeks leading up to this moment, there has been wall-to-wall -wall coverage in the real world and also online and in state-run media praising the party and what it's done the last 100 years, being able to transform a nation that was once impoverished, wrecked by famine and civil war, and turn it into an economic and high-tech powerhouse. That was underscored by a message sent earlier today from outer space. Three Chinese astronauts on board the Tianhe Chinese Space Station module beaming down to China. Congratulations to the party on its centennial. But this day, analysts say, is not just about the party. It's also about a person, Chinese President Xi Jinping, the core leader of China. Say it ain't so, Joe. Please, Joe Biden, tell me that you and CNN are not praising the Communist Party of China. If I was in Taiwan and I'd be scared to death because I don't know if Taiwan will remain free uh, when you hear the rhetoric that's going to what President Xi, or Chairman of the Communist Party Xi of China, when he said that they would, they would empower the Chinese people and protect the people. He's talking about Taiwan there. 
and Hong Kong. So what's Joe Biden going to do about it? Same thing he did with Vladimir Putin when Putin said, hey, we want Crimea. Had soldiers all over that border. America knew it. We have, we have satellites. We have intelligence services. We knew they were all over Crimea. And Joe Biden and Barack Obama did nothing. And Putin had them for lunch. He, he ate Crimea for lunch. Still controls it. And Putin and, uh, and uh, Obama let it happen. So I don't know. If I was in Taiwan, I'd be pretty scared about right now. I don't believe Joe Biden would want to protect them if China goes after them. I'm, a, I'm afraid to say that freedom in Taiwan may have its days numbered with Joe Biden in the White House. I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. But the Communist Party is in control of China, and they are using the new technology. This is what's different from the old Soviet Union and their communistic uh, system of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union was falling apart. And we, I told you there's an author, Gordon Chang, and we're going to play a little clip that he did with Newsmax. He believes the Communist Party is falling apart. I don't see it. It's scary when you look at Taiwan and how what a powerhouse it is with semiconductors and other technology aspects. And mainline China still claims them and is mad if uh, we have a diplomat or anything calls uses the word Taiwan because they believe Taiwan is their, their island, their people. And the people in Taiwan say no. But will the United States protect them? Will Joe Biden and this White House protect the freedom that's in Taiwan? Like I said, uh, the track record is not good when you look at Vladimir Putin and the way he took over Crimea, and we knew it was going on. So let me just recap right here. We need to celebrate our freedom and liberty here in America. But the Chinese Communist Party is a threat to world peace. They are a threat to freedom and liberty around the world because of their growing strength, the way they want to bully other countries. And you heard in that speech where the President Xi said, oh, we don't try to bully other countries, but we'll stand strong. They are bullying other countries. And this COVID-19 that affected the whole world, and it was probably leaked out of a Chinese lab, which we're finding out more and more that's very likely the source. We don't know yet, but more than likely. So what does that tell you? Who's doing the bullying? When they knew good and well they had a problem in their country, and they put their people on planes around the world. They stopped flying within China, but they put the planes from the very city where the problem was, and they let them fly around the world in cities across the world so they would infect the world and they wouldn't be the only one who suffered from this virus. That was made by somebody in the Chinese Communist Party or a committee. You can't tell me they did not do it on purpose because you can look and see and read exactly what went on by just seeing who boarded the planes and where they went around the world Italy is one of the first places where they had a lot of direct flights from uh, the Wuhan airport right into uh, Italy and over in Europe and other places. Even though Donald Trump shut down 
air traffic to China, and Joe Biden criticized it. They were getting, they were pumping all that Chinese, the COVID-19 into airports and other parts of the world. And the Chinese Communist Party knew what they were doing. Take, take a listen to this, uh, the Rob Schmidt Tonight Show with uh, author Gordon Chang. They're looking pretty good right now, in my opinion, as much as I hate them. Uh, do you still think the collapse is coming? I do. Um, you know, I wrote a book in 2001, which predicted that the Communist Party would fall by uh, 2011. In other words, in a decade, obviously wrong about that. I, I didn't foresee the 2008 downturn, which mm. actually gave the Co Communist Party a new lease on life. Um, but there are critical vulnerabilities for the party. One of them is a stumbling economy. Um, they've got the world's worst demography, degraded environment. They can't feed themselves. Their food shortages are getting worse. So they're facing challenges. But yes, they do appear strong. And that's the purpose of these celebrations of the centennial of the party's founding, which is to make the party look invincible. Yeah. What is it about liberals in this country and China? You know, we see in all these strange ways how the left tends to defend that country in some of these bizarre ways. And, and, and even in spite of the terrible things that they do to their people, that we know that they do to their people. Why is that? Um, that's a great question to which I don't know the answer. Um, the thing, though, is the business community also. You know, we have seen, for instance, Charlie Munger of Berkshire Hathaway yeah. and also Elon Musk recently talk about the Communist Party in really glowing terms. Um, and then, of course, there was the Nike CEO who a week ago on an earnings call said his company, Nike, was of China and for China. So this is a business community which is written right now with pro-Communist Party sentiment. Yeah. You know, I, I think one place that they, they win is that they have had this success in pulling a lot of the people of this. I mean, the country was poor as hell for a long time. They've pulled a lot of people into an apparent middle middle class and they've created wealth in that country. Right. I, I, look, I look at it a different way. Mao Zedong obviously impoverished the country. Yeah. What happened under his successor, Deng Xiaoping, was that the Chinese people they felt that they could defy the government. And what they did was they started to farm their own plots. They started to sell trinkets by the road stand. The Communist Party at first tried to stop it, but eventually was overwhelmed. So really, this is the Communist Party stopped doing those things, which created all of those disasters of the 1950s and 1960s. So they, they've, the party, I guess, has been forced. They maybe didn't want to, but they've been forced to uh, adapt to some kind of capitalism in some ways, that, some kind of ways that will allow them to survive. Absolutely. And, and that's really the story. And if you look at, for instance, China as opposed to Taiwan or South Korea or Japan, its record is no better than them. And those countries did not kill tens of millions of their own citizens. China has killed, the Communist Party has killed somewhere, take your pick, somewhere between 30 and 85 million people. And the killing hasn't stopped because we've got the coronavirus, which Xi Jinping, the Chinese ruler, deliberately spread beyond his borders. That's 3.9 million people who have succumbed to this disease outside China. It is something else. And then they're the first ones to jump on 
U.S. Black Lives Matter protest, a country that enslaves its people and has killed millions, as you said. Uh, it is almost comical. There's nobody that I like to discuss China with more than Gordon Chang. Uh, thank you so much for bringing the information to us. Good to see you again. Oh, well, thank you so much, Rob. I really appreciate the opportunity. Of course. Thank you, sir. Well, I can tell you that I hope Gordon Chang is right. I hope the Communist Party has fallen apart. They're over-leveraged in many areas financially. They have a lot of committee work, and, and they, though they may be praised by CNN and many uh, news organizations now praising China, NBA is going to praise China, corporate America is praising China, but how about the, how about the people who are being misused and put in prison camps and, and, and told that their religion's horrible and the, the Muslims, the Uyghurs, and all the, the, uh, the, the humanity that's being, you know, being tortured. Families split apart. And it's, it's, it's unbelievable what Chinese, the Chinese Communist Party is doing to Uyghurs and they're Muslim. So who's standing up for them? Is Joe Biden standing up for them? Is he talking about them? I don't think the Chinese respect him much. They just want to use him as a puppet. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say that, but I'm telling you, I am very afraid of what could happen to Taiwan, the island nation of Taiwan, with Joe Biden as the president of the United States and Kamala Harris as vice president. She, she'll be the Biden, what Biden was to Obama when Crimea was eaten alive by Vladimir Putin, and we did nothing. Sent him some blankets. We sent some blankets blankets to the ukraine no anti-tank guns we sent them blankets and tents with barack obama and joe biden then president trump sent something they could fight with so i just want to tell you that the reason we celebrate the united states of america we celebrate freedom on the fourth of july is because freedom still counts freedom works and we are here at doc holiday's rock splitting politics to stand up for freedom give a voice to liberty here and around the world god bless america see you next week thanks for joining us today and remember to listen again next week for another edition of doc holiday's rock splitting politics you can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen or visit DocHoliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.